everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. I have the pleasure of having someone here in the studio with me who has been in my life for quite a long time. Her name is Michelle Renee Bester, a.k.a. the Drama Queen, a.k.a. self-proclaimed Grammy, Oscar, Emmy, Tony Award-winning actress, Michelle Bester, NAACP, you know, all that good stuff. Michelle Bester. Hey, Michelle. Ba, 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 ba. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Come on, sound effect. Okay. <laughs> so. That's the crowd. Right. Sorry. So I'm so happy she's here. She's supposed to have been on this podcast for a long time. For those of you who know me, of course, I had to have her on here. Um, Michelle has been my friend since sophomore year in high school, Mm -hmm. which was 2004. Whoa. So put years out. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been friends. Yikes. All of our 20s and starting our 30s -hmm. and some of our teens. So she's known me for quite a long time. And so the topic I wanted to talk about today was um, true definition of friendships, um, relationship, all types of ships that you have, (laughs) courtships, whatever the hell you want to call it, (laughs) just simply because I feel like, I feel like there are so many definitions of friendships floating out there. And well, actually, no, there's one definition of friendship, but there's so many types of behaviors out there in the world. And I just wanted to talk about that with someone who i think i probably had one argument with you in my entire life one or maybe two yeah um one bad fallout and i don't even remember i don't remember why really why but it was a long time ago mm-hmm. um but we have definitely said okay i'm gonna pause on this person for the day for the for the couple <laughs> of days well, i know we've done that to each other and we just keep it moving because we know each other so well to know okay she's annoyed he's annoyed I'm leaving it alone. I'll send a meme and laugh and then they'll be over. <laughs> but some people don't know how to do that. And so I wanted to have that conversation with someone who knows me very well and who's going to be real and transparent. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that for a second. Absolutely. So what the first thing in any relationship is communication, sharing. And I think that I think I don't think people communicate well enough in friendships i'm just gonna go for in friendships i don't think people communicate well enough because they are afraid of either hurting some that person's feelings mm-hmm. or they don't know or if they do commun- communicate they don't do it in the right way and you know like for, for instance michelle she's not really an affectionate person <laughs> but she's blunt as hell and are you not? I don't. I'm direct. I don't think that I'm blunt. I will say you're better now than you have been. Thank you. Years, you were blunt as hell. Okay. And that's something that's so, oh, okay. Well, damn. I, I mean, I I, rece- I guess I received what you just said. <laughs> but I think that some communication has to be specific to the person you're talking to. I feel like you can't communicate with everyone the same way. I agree. I, you definitely, in any ship that you have with someone... Communication is something, it's like a love language. It's something you have to learn about that person. Mm -hmm. Because one form of of communication is not effective clear across the board. Like, obviously, I can communicate with you in a different way than I can communicate with my sister, Shino, Mm -hmm. my brother, RJ. So it's just learning to adapt according to that person and transforming your communication ways to effectively 
communicate to them. Right, I agree. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that people have a problem with feeling like they're going to hurt your hurt a person's feelings when they're wanting to tell them something? We live in such a, a sensitive society. People are, everybody's walking on eggshells, whether you think that you are or not. Um, you just, you do it simply because you've created this comfort zone for yourself. And a lot of the people who are in your life or in your your circle, um, you're comfortable with them. And so when it comes time to maybe speak on something that is confrontational or maybe it is the slightest bit uncomfortable, you tiptoe away from that. And so sometimes a lot of the things that need to be said are not simply because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. It's easier to put the LOL at the end of the sentence than it, to put that oh period. My God. So it's just... There's a lot of LOLing going on, and ain't nothing funny. Ain't nothing. I prefer the period. All. I really wish people just put the period because I feel like I the, the LOL feels like, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it feels like shade. It is like the LOL feels like very it shady. Is. Yeah, it's very shady. So I don't, I don't know. I just prefer like just tell me how you. I mean, I don't know because I'm, I'm also a person who I want to know the truth. I want you to tell me how you feel, but sometimes I just don't know how to receive it. And sometimes I'm not ready for it. Like, I, if I could be 100% honest, we can sit here and fake the funk and be like, yes, keep it real, let me know. But are you really ready for that truth? Are you really ready for that mirror to be held up to your face? That's why I think a lot of people with friendships, you know whether or not your friend is really ready to hear what they need to hear. This is true. And so it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like, I, I need to tell you. But then if I tell you what what are what can you possibly do with the information that I bring to you? That's mm-hmm. one of the things I always kind of play in my mind too. Um if if I'm giving you information whether or not it's the truth or not, if you can't do anything effective or positive or constructive with this information, then it's almost like do you really need to know it? Right. Or is this just another thing we'd have to deal with depending on how you receive it? Mm. If that makes sense. It do, it it does to me. <laughs> it really does to me. So, do you feel like our communication is good? I think it is. I think because we have grown together, we've learned so much about each other that most people wouldn't learn when they have a friendship with people. Like it mm. takes a little longer because we've grown from whether we were teenagers or not it was still like childhood up until adulthood. And yeah. We both have gone through so much that most people do not go through in yes. a lifetime. Yes. There's always room for improvement. Yes. But we're, the more we evolve into these adult versions of ourselves, mm-hmm. we're learning how to effectively communicate with that adult version of Cordero and adult version of Michelle. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think we have good communication. I was going to ask you, what do you think? I think our communication is, Right now, the best it's ever been, and I think it's because that we we're, because of our growth mm-hmm. in ourselves and just with life experiences, mm-hmm. and you know, you have a you have a certain amount of respect with certain people in your life who don't change when everything else is changing around you, mm-hmm. around you. So you're you you nap you you try to be you try to make sure you're doing as the best you can to um massage and nurture that relationship because you know you start to weed out the other people you mm-hmm. know the people who you thought were there or you thought 
we're never going to go nowhere, yada, yada. And sometimes you take advantage or sometimes you not take advantage of those people who've been there forever, but you kind of. You get complacent. You get complacent with them. So I feel like I was complacent in our uh, friendship for a while. I'm like, you know, Michelle's been here so long. She ain't going nowhere. So I can, (laughs) so I can nurture these other relationships. But sometimes when you do that. You neglect what you had. Exactly. You neglect that person. And then it's like, and then those people go fade away and asses just go. And that's fine. And then you're like, oh, I wish I, I should have did this with this person because mm-hmm. they've been there type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So I think, but I think, I think, I think we have good communication. I think so too. Like I said, there's always room for improvement. So yeah. I think that as long as we are all in, we should be good to go. Yeah. And the funny thing about our friendship is that we really do not spend a lot of time together. That Well, I also think that that's what happens when you have a strong foundation of a friendship. You don't have to be in that person's face 24 seven. You don't have to call all day, every day. You can take the time to nurture potential or new relationships and not mm-hmm. worry about the one that's over here whether it's gonna fall out or right be stagnant or whatever that's i try to make sure that i develop a strong foundation with people so that that's the case and i think ours is one of the very few that i have <laughs> in my life and i take pride in because i don't i like to have a small circle it's like a dot i don't Ditto. need a, any other shape and i think we we spent enough time in each other's faces in high school <laughs> to last us for a lifetime especially that last our because we did theater together mm-hmm. uh, especially that last that last year of high school uh, we, we we did theater together we her she, i got a road to school with her every day i got mm-hmm. picked i got dropped off at home every day we were in choir together we were in choir together mm-hmm. i ate in her house um i ate dinner at her house almost every day like like, I know her family. Like You are family at this yeah. point. It's, you know, everybody so, in my family knows who Cordero is. Yeah, so it's like it doesn't, I don't, I'm okay not, not seeing her every day now because it's like we have, we have like kind of run out of things to talk about unless it's something current, nice. you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so another thing I've noticed with friendships is people share things with certain people and they don't share with their other friends. Mm-hmm. And a a while ago, the younger me thought that that was, I was not being treated as a real friend because a person wasn't telling me everything that's going on in their life and I'm finding it out from other people Mm -hmm. or I'm hearing it later and I was never told that. And I'm starting to realize now that as I grew up, I started to to do that. Like, okay, there are certain people I can talk to about certain mm-hmm. things and there are certain people I can't. But that doesn't mean that that those friendships are... It doesn't make best. them any less than a friend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that people need to understand that that's okay. Yeah. That everyone has a purpose mm-hmm. in your life. And, you know, like, for instance, like, sex, I, wouldn't, I don't talk to Michelle about sex. I don't, Thank God. I don't see. That's exactly why. <laughs> I can't. I feel. Oh, God. I feel. I, I feel gr- disgusting. I feel gross. Dirty. Talking, I feel dirty talking to Michelle about sex. I feel dirty sex. hearing it. So see? Yeah. See, that's why I Feelings don't talk to her about sex. But it's so. It's awkward because there was a point. There was a time where I didn't have no one to talk to about it because I wasn't talking to um a couple of people. Like, I mean, I talked to Dee Dee about it. But. You know, Dee Dee's older than me, so mm-hmm. sometimes I be wanting to get the perspective of someone my age, and then I realize 
damn it, I don't have anybody to talk to about this. Okay, well, let's talk about sex then, Cordero. Gosh, no, if it will really make your world. Absolutely not. You can't relate to anything I'm talking about, so it doesn't make sense. I can Google sense. it. No. Okay, so here's not. the thing. Here's the thing. Let's, let's, Michelle Renee Best is not a prude, okay? I just live a different lifestyle than most people my age. You're celibate. Be proud of I it. I am abstinent. There's a difference. Oh, see, I didn't know. I practice abstinence um, so that my husband will be the one to deflower me. Come um, on, deflower. But it does not mean that I should make you feel any type of way. I'm very... So let's let's just backtrack. We talked about um, <laughs> how you share certain things with certain people. Yes. I agree. I'm a very private person. There are certain things about me that I just... I feel like it should be between me and God. There are certain things about me that I know... A person can't relate to it. Like, I, with you and I, we have a very strong background in performing arts. Yes. So you will understand auditions, callbacks, uh, check avail, mm-hmm. all of the different terminology that you use in that field. Yes. If I have a friend that's not well-versed in that field, they're not going to understand. It's always going to be an element of explanation to them because I always right. have to explain it. And so the excitement of me getting this callback is kind of diminished because I have to now educate you on everything that is performing arts right it doesn't mean you aren't excited whatever i just know in the back of my mind i'm i give everybody at least one chance after that first chance i'm not gonna have to reevaluate <laughs> this probably won't be the first person i go to with this information right which absolutely. is fine absolutely um as far as sex goes i wasn't raised in a house where sex was talked about my mother is very she's liberal but when it comes to sex stuff we were raised i was raised with fear, okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to catch something that's going to fall off. You're going to get pregnant. Your life is over. Oh Don't do it. So growing up as an adult, that never really changed because I felt like the energy that I would put towards sex or something dealing with sex, I put towards my craft. So if I ever felt horny or whatever, I would go work out just to get that out of sight, out of mind. I don't even want to tempt myself with it. Cordero? You get horny? Cordero? Okay, I'm sorry. That's another Thanks. episode. That's a completely different episode but i mean we're gonna keep it honest we're gonna keep it funky yes i do i just have other ways to take care of it okay okay cordero's very expressive sexually um he is experimentive he is very open okay it it takes a special type of person to be able to listen to it and i'm a visual thinker so when you tell me something i'm now visualizing it whether i want to or not and i just don't know that i want that with me all the rest of the days of my life so i will work on it though so that we can have a sexual conversation once a week i can have once a week like you gonna put a day like okay baby steps let me put okay let me let me do a reminder in my calendar thursdays we talk sex okay every thursday we talk of sex about Mm -hmm. seven 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 works for you 7 p.m. let's do four 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 i'm still at work man you can start the text i'm not an entrepreneur Okay, okay, 5.30. 5.30, there you go. 7 o'clock, we getting into the, I may need to call somebody over hour. Okay, oh. Let's do 5. No, you ain't calling out a damn person over. But anyways, <laughs> let's, <laughs> she tried it. She really tried it. So, okay, so it's okay. I've grown to understand that it's okay to have those relationships. But I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. So, the reason I even brought that up is because you have you have a very fluid friend mm-hmm. that I was very surprised that y'all would click like that because she is I feel like y'all are so opposite polar opposites 
You know exactly who I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Okay. Polar opposite. So that's why I was like, okay, well, damn, she okay with her fluidness. We don't discuss her fluidness. That's not even a topic. Not at all. Mm. See how communication that's is important? Because I didn't know Very that. much so. They... People can always look at things from the outside and assume they know what's happening inside. That is not what's taking place. The Michelle that you know, as far as that topic takes place, <laughs> does not change person to person. I mean, I love her. Don't get me wrong. But I was just like, oh, that's an interesting friendship. <laughs> we get that a lot because we are complete. I'm very much um, like practical, logical, conservative. Um, she's not. She's very free and open and expressive and affectionate. And her love language is touch. Mine is not. Mine is quality time, giving gifts. That's my love language. So it works, though, because, you know. She's 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 like a female version of me. That's interesting. Why would you say that? I feel like me and her are more alike. But I think because we're, we're too much, we're so, we have... As far as the fluidness and being oh, free and all okay. that stuff, um, I feel like we're so alike in that. But when I'm with her, it feels awkward, and that's mm. it's weird because we're so much alike. Mm. But it's like when you are in the midst, midst of us, then it feels like it feel like it balances itself out. I don't know. I'm if a great buffer. I don't, yes, you are, and I'm I don't know buffer. if it's just energies as well. Our energies, even though we're alike, it just not not that it clashes it's just that we need that person mm-hmm. in the mix with us to get us going i can see that and but but you know that's 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 cool i love her i love her girl oh. <laughs> <laughs> well with that friendship we took time that you and i had so many years to learn about each other yes with her meeting someone as an adult was a different type of friendship because i don't know I don't have many adult friendships that started out in my 30s. I don't either. So it's a completely different dynamic. The things that you would typically work through as teens, we talk through and kind of trial and error as adults. Yes. And so there's a lot of things that she went through where it's kind of like a guiding light where I know what path I could take, what path I shouldn't take, the thought process, like really learning more about me and who I am as a person mm-hmm. and what the people in my life deserve of me, I've learned from that friendship. Right. Right. So yeah, okay. But that's really. I guess I do so. have a couple of like I'll say I met Didi when I was an adult. Mm-hmm. I met Tasha when I was an adult. You've way more than me. Um, that's it. You're much more open too, though. You have more associates too. I've I really don't like. I see a lot of people I don't talk to no more. Really? No, like you know, Shawnee was my best friend. We don't talk no more. I actually, I actually was upset about her. I, I actually cried last night about her. Um, I was, I'm still friends. It's it's hard when you are not friends with someone else no more, but when you were friends, you were friends with their family. Oh, yeah. And so I'm still friends with her sister and her mm. mother. Like her mother follows me on all my social media and, and messages me and her sister messages me. So when they, po- when they're posting pictures with her, mm-hmm. I feel weird because I'm like, you know, I miss yeah. You know, our friendship. But I can't really, I can't do nothing about it. I reached out to her and she, I guess she's just not interested in being friends again. And that's totally fine. I wish her the best. But it's still weird because it's like, okay, in order for me to really fully move on, I really don't want to see her right now. Like mm-hmm. right now I'm in a stage where I don't want to see pictures or videos or nothing yeah. of her. Yeah. But in order to do that, I would need to delete her family. But I don't want to delete them because I still talk to them. So I, it's just, it's weird. Like, yeah. I feel like it would, like if, if if I ever 
if our if I mean it'll never happen, but if me and you start talking, it would be weird because I know your entire family. Yeah. So that's that's the kind of thing like you have to break ties if that's the way you want to go with that um situation with a lot of people if you've been in that person's life for a long time. Yeah. So that makes it But if it's affecting your peace negatively, then that's just a sacrifice you're gonna have to make. It's not that it's affecting my peace. I just feel like I need you to cried come to yesterday. Terms. I cried on what our friendship was and could have been. But the pictures triggered that, no? Yeah, the picture of seeing her triggered that, yes. So then that's something that's affecting your peace. Because it wouldn't have happened had you not seen those pictures. No. So that's I a really sacrifice wasn't you may have about to make. Her really. <laughs> <laughs> no shade. I wasn't she I mean she just wasn't on my mind heavily. I got you. And then I was about to move I was about to move East Coast. She was East Coast. So I feel like that was a good chance to try to build that back up. But she wasn't interested, but I didn't move. So Do you think the distance affected your relationship negatively? No, because honestly, me and Shawnee has, we have been distant since college. And oh, okay. It's, you know, we I haven't seen, I haven't physically seen Shawnee. Well, she came to Chicago two years ago and we hung out. But before that, I haven't seen, I didn't see Shawnee until like over 10 years physically. Wow. But we talked every single day. And that's the good thing about social media. When you have friend, long distance friendships, it 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 makes you feel like you haven't missed a beat with that person mm-hmm. but physically yeah it was a long time since we saw each other physically wow so that's why i was excited like east coast we're going to be living two hours away closest we've ever lived um by each other and i was like yay but it just didn't work out which it, i mean it's okay i mean it is what it is some things are some relationships are for a season and some are for a reason so so there's something i want to talk to you about that's not on this um on this outline, Mm-mm. I kind of do that a lot. Don't I, I do that? Okay, but it's because it's something that you're doing that I'm very proud of you for doing. Okay, and it's your I don't, you won't mind. It's your relationships that with um your dad's side of the family. Oh yeah, and I'm very I, I'm very I've been I'm very proud of you. I think I, I told you that. Like I'm very. Yeah. It's so happy to see you rekindle and build relationships with your other brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. that you did not grow up with yeah and i just want like how how does that feel and what made you want to take that step so just backstory um i didn't grow up with my father or the people on my father's side they were i knew of them i knew where his mother lived which wasn't too far from where my grandmother lived so visits took place but it wasn't frequent um my sister, my older sister on my dad's side, her name is Ashley. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, she <laughs> lived in Nashville. She went to Tennessee State University. Twins. We are not twins. They I'll show look you pictures. Just later. alike. Um, we rekindled on uh, Facebook when I first got to college. Yes, and we started to develop a relationship and got super close. I mean, we talked every single day. I moved to Nashville with her to get my master's at MTSU. And then we had a falling out, which was so stupid. She moved back here to Illinois. I stayed in Nashville for another year. Year and a half. Year and a half. Came back here. We had not talked until this year? Mm-mm, End of 2019. Yeah, you, you ran into each other. My mother ran into her at Walmart. Okay. And FaceTimed me. But the picture wouldn't work. And so she called me regular, put her on the phone, and I'm just like, we hadn't talked. It probably was like 2000. 11 2012 since the last time i talked to her yeah. and then this is 2019 that we talked on the phone 
it was super awkward. She was like, listen, just text me your number. You know, we'll talk. She did. We text each other's numbers. We didn't text each other that first week. And I was like, well, it is what it is. And then she texted me. And, of course, it felt like all the butterflies, all the feels you could get. Because this was like another. She's completely different from the sister I grew up with. I love the sister I grew up with. Like, she is the epitome of success, strong black woman. Shout like, out to Sheena Marie. Sheena Marie Hello. is literally an empire in and of herself. Yes. Ashley... We didn't grow up together, but we are so much alike. Personality-wise, our wits, the sarcasm, all of it is so similar. The style, the way we dress. And we did not grow up together, so that it was really freaky. Um, but to rekindle that relationship, it's I can talk about things with her that I don't talk about with Sheena. We instantly click. like, And now she has, she's married, she has two boys. So I miss out on a wedding. I miss out on the birth of her two boys. But it's like we never she missed a beat. She has two sons. Wow. Ashton and Austin. Wow. Yeah, they are six, six, and three. Come on, Auntie Shelly. Something like that, yeah. But I have lots of nieces and nephews on that side that I'm starting to learn and meet them versus the ones I grew up with, Shania Z and Carter. So um, it's it's the best feeling in the world to look up and have this other side of who I am, and it all makes sense now. Because mm-hmm. with my mother's family, I'm the sarcastic one. I'm the one that's in the spotlight like i'm acting and singing and writing they're more behind the scenes people all of them my brother my sister my mother they are not in front of the camera people i have always been in front of the camera person and then i go over here and these people are just like that like it's it's the the greatest feeling ever to have that relationship to know that it is something that's reciprocated Mm -hmm. like she sent a message like i will never lose you again if i can help it and i feel the same way because it's but it's all about that communication. Had we yeah. openly talked and been transparent with each other, we would not have gone as many years without talking to each other. Right. So because that happened, I make sure that it doesn't happen with any other one of my siblings or oh, anybody else in my life. I love that. But it's great. Shout out to my family. I yeah, love my family. I love that. Do you think that um, we sometimes, because, okay, just everyone's going through shit right now. Mm-hmm. You know, the world is very chaotic right now with everything like we can like it would take too much time to list all the issues that's Absolutely. going on in the world right now and do you think like mental health is really big right now and do you think that we sometimes burden our friends with our issues and if we do is it the person's fault that's um venting to their friend or is it the friend's fault that is holding on to it I think if it's truly a friend, we both have a responsibility to each other to check in and make sure that our mental health is okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I read something that said, when you call your friends to vent, before you even start, you should ask, are they in the headspace to receive that? Mm. Because it's irresponsible to assume that people are just ready and available to just consume any and everything that's going on with you. Yes, they should be a listening ear and a shoulder and whatever you need. But because we just don't know what the other person's going through before you even start, just check in with me. Hey, I'm going through it. I just want to see if you in the headspace to receive what I got to say. And then we can keep it moving. Once you've checked in, then it it makes it a little different. I don't feel as bad. I'm the type of person, like I said, I'm super private. So it's sometimes hard for me to even consider opening up to somebody else just because I know everybody's going through their own thing. And I feel like I can go through my own thing privately unless it becomes and too I heavy. I swear I hate that about her. Yeah. I, I swear I hate that. She is so I just damn, don't like burdening people. She don't say anything until it's like... 
About to explode. About to explode. Mm. I'm like, God damn, Michelle. Like, <laughs> why did you wait this long? And I just, I hate it. But it's like, I can't beat her up in that moment because she's going through. And yeah, that's one thing I don't, she, she's very private when it comes to her day-to-day feelings. Yeah, I am. Very much so. But I know what it takes to get me out of that. And I don't, I don't like to assume that other people know. And sometimes I don't have the patience to teach somebody else. So I just would rather go through it. And then once I'm back on the other end, then I say, you know what? I was going through this. Next time I know I can reach out to you, these are some ways that you can help me. Mm-hmm. But I, that also goes back to that communication with yeah. relationships. You yeah. just got to be able to communicate. This is what I need and how I need it. I like what you said. Like we need to ask, make sure that person is able to receive. Mm-hmm. Check in. Check uh, the check ins. I don't. I don't do that. I don't either. Which is why <laughs> I don't. It, it's hard don't to keep that. that in mind when we're so ready to unload about ourselves. Yeah. We don't think about what the person on the receiving end may be going through. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> and that's another level of maturity I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that notch of the next dimension of growth, um, where even if you are going through something, just take a minute. To think about, okay, you're calling this person, so let's just see if they really are in a position to receive what yeah. you're about to drop on them. I've actually been told that before by um, a person that um, we're back, we're back, we're back close now. But you know, me and her, we kept going. We we have plenty of falling outs. We have plenty of falling outs okay. before. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And so we've had issues where. Uh, she actually told me, she said, I, f- she's like, I feel like I am burdening every, all of your issues, mm. all of your problems. And. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. I wasn't there guys. I'm back. I got it. Mm, I'm here. You told me to be myself. I'm just, I was yeah, lost. She was lost. She didn't know who the hell I was talking about. Just so y'all know. <laughs> and now she picked it up. I'm here. <clears throat> got it. So that kind of stung mm-hmm. because I was like. So am I not supposed to tell you what, what I'm going through in life? And so what I started to do was back off from telling that person anything. Mm. And I feel like during that time when I backed off from not telling them anything that was going on with me, we our friendship started to dwindle because I feel like I need I had to tiptoe mm-hmm. around what we could talk about. And I I mean, again, this was a while ago and I didn't know how to process that, but now I understand now that she she probably was not in a good headspace to receive what yeah. I was telling her, and I never I never stopped to say, "How are you? Mm-hmm. Are you are, are you in an okay place to talk about this right now?" This was like years ago, yeah. And you know when you're in your selfish, like I just want, I, girl, this is what happened to me. I can't believe this happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, somebody called me. Let me call you right back. So it's like I would do that and then unload and disregard. unload and then just disengage with her. Yeah. As if, ooh, I feel better and I'm going to go handle this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even consider what, consider she, what she felt. So now I understand that at the time I didn't get it. Yeah. Um. So there, that's why I like, I like, wait, I like when you said that. You're welcome. You can have that. <laughs> you can have that so much. <laughs> I also think that friendships have the whole the give and take aspect of friendship is extremely important as well. Mm-hmm. And okay, so I do think. <clears throat> I wish you had a camera in here so people could see your facial expression. 
I think that there was a, a, a there was a stretch in our friendship where I feel like I I took a lot from you. I agree. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Please, I, please so elaborate. Well. I feel like years ago, like when I lived with when when I lived with you, mm-hmm. um, there was a really hard time for me that I was going through, and I feel like I was I, it, it just from to me I feel like it was a that period that stretch of time I was taking a lot from you, and I couldn't give you anything in return. Hmm. And I'm not, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't give you money. I didn't, I mean, I put, I mean, I gave food and all that other stuff, but I just felt like there was a stretch of like five years, maybe Jesus. that I, I didn't give like uh, to you and you're a very giving person, mm-hmm. you know, you'll give your last and stuff like that. And I felt like there was a time I wouldn't, I don't know. It just didn't feel like I was meeting you halfway in the friendship mm-hmm. and it was a very i never told you this no oh not at all i, I wish thought... i would have started recording <laughs> i hate you so damn much. i could really relive this moment i hate you so much and so <laughs> i feel like that we that's something we also need to balance in friendships because there are people who are givers mm-hmm. that aren't going to say anything because that's just who they are. Yeah. And I think sometimes you can get so comfortable with that person just giving where you're just so used to it that you just go ahead and just take. Yeah. And not give anything back. Um, and it doesn't have necessarily have to be money. You know, giving back your being a listening ear, being, you know, helping them through a hard time or whatever the case may be. But I think that I had, I did that for a little stretch with you. And I'm sorry. Well, apology accepted. Um, I just really can't wait to get a copy of this. You won't. Um, you won't. Yikes. So here's the thing. <laughs> um, in friendships, especially with the give and take aspect, an important aspect of your relationship that you need to identify is whether or not or what role you play with that person. So as we know, I am a giver. I naturally give. I enjoy giving. I don't ever look for anything to be given in return. That's not why I do anything that I do for anybody. Um, But I also, I can identify within our friendship when somebody is in the position to give back. And if you're not in that position, it's unfair for me to assume that you are Mm -hmm. and then to penalize you for not being able to. So that comes with that maturity and that growth in Mm -hmm. the relationship too. If it's somebody Mm -hmm. that you truly value in your life, you're going to be able to identify what role they play with you, what responsibilities they can truly handle, and what they can give and take. I, I don't, it would be unfair for me. You you were really going through a lot, and I was able to identify that. Mm-hmm. And I knew in that moment you needed more of the pouring than the taking. And so right. I poured more into you than I could. It wasn't like it was more than I can handle. Not that I would never put myself in that position. But I knew what I could, and I knew that me pouring into you, if even if it was to help you for just a few minutes, that made me all the the better. So, But I do believe that's a, a very important balance because that can ruin a friendship in no time. Absolutely. But you, gotta, you also got to keep it real with yourself. Like, you know if this person is a friend, you know this person is a giver, you know this person is a taker. You can't be when someone, okay, I'm going to go ahead and drop this gem, from the great Maya Angelou, and someone shows you who they are, believe them. That's it. Don't paint a picture 
because it's something that you want to see. This person has already showed you who they are, so you have to take them for who they are. Yeah. You give when you can. Yeah. You take as much as you need or as much as the other person's willing to give, and it's unfair for me to hold you responsible for what I already know to be true about you. Michelle has helped me move out of every apartment I've ever had, and I've never helped her once. (laughs) (laughs) I've never helped her. I've never needed help, though. Have I? You... Well, I don't know. Well, this last but you moved in there so damn fast. I don't know. Um, you did ask me this last time, and I'm mean, gonna tell you my last apartment two. I want to say two years ago, Michelle literally moved me out of that apartment by herself. <laughs> I like I had my back started hurt. Like I had a back I- issue, and it was just horrible. She just helped me move a couple of um uh, like last week, but that was a that was a a more. S- seamless move yeah that was josh was that his name yeah that was all him did you just say that it was that his name i thought it was jeffrey josh all i'm right. sorry we're shout out keep, to josh we're gonna keep that in here i love josh yes we're gonna keep that in here <laughs> <laughs> he listens to my podcast <laughs> yes it was you it was you and but josh definitely did yeah, absolutely he did the damn he, thing. he did the damn thing but she <laughs> she I, I i don't know what to say i just i'm not a mover like I, if if you help me move, I love it. But you, if, in return, I definitely want to do something for you. But don't call me to do that shit. But because. you've helped my family move. So even if you didn't help uh, me move directly, not. you have helped Sheena move so many times that it's made up for any amount of moves I could and ever I make. And I will never help her move again. Never. And Sheena. I think that we, <laughs> I think we've all accepted that because she no longer even asks to reach she out to sure you. She sure don't. So, yeah. Okay. You have given your fair share. So. One last thing. Do you think that, are there any friendships or relationships that you've had in your life that you wish you could have um, handled better? Um, of course. I think. That are, that you no longer have. Hmm. Well. Or, or, or not, or let's not say just no longer have, or you're not as. They're not what they once were? Yes. Okay. Because I was going to say, if I don't have a relationship with them, then that's good. I don't need a relationship with them. Um, to a certain extent. Yikes. Um, I mean, I try not to live my life that way. Um, I do wish that I was much more honest and open with people in the past. Uh-huh. Then I probably wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now. But I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like, like relationship wise. Mm-hmm. So um, I have, I've put so much of my energy into my career because I can control that. It also comes with, I have a control. Listen, I'm territorial. I know these things. I love to be able to control the things in my life. I can't control other people. I've come to realize that I've come to accept that. So I no longer stress over other people's actions. I can't control how you react to what I say. All I can control is me. But I do wish that I was much more open and honest with people at the beginning of our relationships, like ex-boyfriends that I may have had, mm-hmm. um, relax. <laughs> Even with family, because I come from a family where we brushed a lot of things under the rug. And had I been my, more open and honest, I think that I would have reached a level of peace that I have now a while ago. I wouldn't mm. have had to go through so much darkness alone had I been more honest and open with myself and with people around me. Okay. But to pinpoint someone or, like, if we talk about, Oh, I almost gave his name life. If we talk about this other person. Not on my podcast. And that's why I called it, okay? Um, I could have been more open and honest with him. Mm-hmm. 
I did it now, now that we're in our 30s, but had I given that to him back in high school, maybe he could have chewed on that a little longer and been a different man than he is now. I took part in the coddling and the babying and the pacifying of his behavior back then. And so now I can't be shocked that it's the same behavior from high school because I excused it back then. Mm-hmm. So why do you think it took you to your 30s to finally say what you needed to say to him? The different relationships I have with people now. So have shaped you to... have completely shaped me. Okay. So the adult friendship that we were speaking on earlier, mm-hmm. um, she's the first person to call me out and not be afraid of how I was going to take it. Everybody else. Yeah. I'm a blunt person. Okay. Whatever. Blunt, direct. Cool. I also blunt wasn't sarcastic as fuck. Okay. Relax. I wasn't open to receive constructive criticism. This other person, um, Vanique, I don't even know why we're speaking in cold. Oh yeah. She don't care at all. I was just waiting for you to say, Hey girl, <laughs> she has a way of saying, this is foul. This is wrong. What you did made me feel like this. No one's ever really said your behavior or your action made me feel like this. Mm-hmm. So then it, it gave me a better understanding of why I needed to change or how I needed to change saying, Oh, that's just me. Or that's just how I am. It's a cop out. Yes. And unfortunately you kind of got to lose and gain people to figure out what works for you. Right. And how you can better pour into the people that are around you. That's but I feel true. like that friendship absolutely helped to mold me into a much more honest person. My sister Ashley too. Um, and now my family, we're all far more open with each other than we ever have been. Um, just keeping it real with each other and being able to identify the flaws that we have that we can correct. And the ones that are just kind of like, it may take a little time when this ain't going nowhere. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I can dig it. I can dig it. Well, Michelle, thank mm-hmm. you so much for finally coming on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for finally having me, <laughs> Verdera. I've blocked off 18 weekends, and this is the first one that's worked. So, First of all. Just so everyone knows. First and okay. foremost, her last time, because I got two minutes left. The last time she's actually <laughs> scheduled to come on, she forgot because Michelle has gotten to the point where she feels like she still she still hasn't gotten to the point where she thinks she needs to push it in her calendar. She thinks her mind is still okay to just remember every day. And it's thing. not. I have the memory of an 85-year-old woman. She really does. Oh, God. And so I think now she's starting to realize, I need a calendar. It's okay to have a calendar. <laughs> And she would forget, oh, that's tomorrow on the podcast. Dang, I got this. To do. I'm like, Michelle. It happened and, once. You know, it happened, it happened once. more than once. But, anyways, Maybe you here. Twice. You made it. It's a great episode. Um, I appreciate you so much. She's hey, been guys, a- call, call in, text, email, request me to come back for another one because I know that this was probably by far the most entertaining one. No shade, no tea. Um, there's no call in and there's no text. Oh. There is an email. We'll work and you on guys. That. I'm have... also a publicist, so we'll work on those things for him, guys. So okay. I mean, let's um since you know we got a little time, is it you want to um drop any of your well the world's still closed, so there's no there's nothing to drop. We, we could can... talk about with Sheena Marie. You could promote. Oh, Sheena okay. Marie. So yeah, Sheena Marie Beauty, um the number one celebrity glam squad. We have a salon in Matson, Chicago, uh, Vegas, LA, and New York. Um, brows, lashes, hair, makeup, any and everything that you would need for your beauty and skincare, definitely hit us up. SheenaMarieBeauty.com, Sheena Marie Beauty on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I am Michelle Renee Bester. 
please stop by my social media. That is my name on all platforms. Uh, yeah, I love new friends, guys. She really doesn't, but um, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. I'll, she always says that, and then she's so quick to say, oh, yeah, I'm coming. And no, I'm- I love social media friends. Let me rephrase. I love social media there you friends. Go. I am that person that will not go. If you say, Michelle, I got this going on, I'm probably not going to come. But I will support you via social media. Yes, she will. She will do that, but don't expect her ass to show up. All right, but (laughs) thanks you guys so much for listening and tune in to the next episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Featuring Michelle. Not. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, It's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics, any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is you at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O, D-A-R-E-S-U, Darrow Dares You at gmail.com. Send me an email.